Al, in the week that we recorded a podcast, mm-hmm. everything went bad. Yeah, it did. The world has went bad. Yeah. Welcome to life under a global pandemic. A once in a century kind of thing. Because we uh we talked about this when we recorded a the Patreon bonus episode that yeah. coincided with this podcast. Uh, we recorded last week. Everything was like was rocky. It was rocky. It was yes. everything was building up to something, but we hadn't like gone like full blown. It, it was like the buildup of a roller coaster. You're going up the hill and you're like, okay, you know, mm. things are going to get bad. We don't know when they're going to get bad, but how bad is it going to get? And then now we're like on a heck of a drop. Yeah. The next day, everything goes goes real bad. Yep. Is it is it possible to say that basketball postponing its season was the genesis of everything being like, everyone being like, oh, this is legit. It's possible. Because that Cause happened. It's it kind of like a. It was a ripple effect. effect. Yeah. Because yeah. they can't. They postponed their season. The NHL did the next day. Major League Baseball postponed opening day. They've even pushed it back even further in the subsequent days. Uh, the NCAA canceled March Madness and all subsequent winter and spring tournaments. Um, other sports have followed suit as well, except for like. Mixed martial arts because they're run by a bunch of carnies and also pro wrestling run run by a bunch of carnies. Yeah. So of course not. Um, but yeah, everything's like just trickled down from there. States are shutting down entirely, most for the most part. Yep. And we are just we're in the thick of it now. Yep. And it's only gonna get worse from here. It's gonna Yay. get worse before it gets better. Gets better. Yeah. That's just the the way this goes. So. And that's what we're here for. We're here to give you entertainment in the meantime while we're all quarantined. Sports anime isn't canceled and we have some music from a sports anime. It's true. <laughs> and you know what else isn't canceled? March Madness. Because we're going to mm-hmm. give it to you this month. It's true. These things are related. The only March Madness that that continues on. Yep. And the we don't have to go out. <laughs> we don't have to go out and do anything. Yep. So welcome to this week's episode of the Season Language Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, manga. You know, things that you can enjoy while you're at home, while you're doing your social distancing. I don't think either sort of, of our lifestyles have actually changed. Not really, no. I mean, I can't go out and get Fruity Pebbles, even though I really want Fruity Pebbles. You but otherwise, can I get Fruity Pebbles delivered? I don't know. Amazon probably has them. Maybe. But I don't know how long you're going to be able to do that off of Amazon. Yeah, true. Get you get it delivered and have the do the these the social distance delivery of the the delivery person just leaves it on your door and then like steps back thirty feet and is like, all right, I'm just going to wait and make sure they get this. <laughs> <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Um, yes, hello. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen, Ladyum. Hello. Potential potential COVID nineteen survivor. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> Yeah, uh, who knows at this point since they won't test me, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm alive. It's true. You've done your due diligence of not going out? I have. I have not gone out. I've been self-quarantined. I've been hanging out with <laughs> the I, kitties. Which I feel part of that was like you being like, do I go out and do this? And be like, no. Yeah. No. That was, only, that was only once. There was two things, I think. What was the other one? I think that was there was something last week you were like, do I go and do this? And I was like, no. What was the second thing? 
uh, when you were like, do I go to the dentist Monday? I was oh, like, yeah. no. Okay, yeah, that was because I had a... You were panicking because you broke your I tooth. I was panicking. Yeah, yeah, I was panicking. That so been, that... Do you want to have people in your mouth? No, I don't. When this is happening? I, I, I don't want people in my mouth in general, <laughs> but... Max learned the hard way today. <laughs> he did, poor buddy. <laughs> uh, anyways, we are here with our March Madness, our annual tradition that we do here on the Season of Checkup OVA. The last two years, we did a Persona character tournament character the music and then we did music and now we are shifting again to another set of music but we're going to do music from love live sunshine aka Mm -hmm. this is aqua madness yes we have pitted down 64 songs that appear from love live sunshine adjacent material Uh, if you want to hear the decision process about that we did a whole podcast on Patreon about that, patreon.com slash SACOVA. You can hear us narrow down the field of like, there was like a hundred, over a hundred songs. And we narrowed it down into two categories, narrowed those categories down to 32 each. And now we have a full bracket that we will link in the description of this podcast if you would want to participate and give your take on what is the best Aqua song. Uh, similar to what we did in the last couple of years, you know, you get to you just get to give your idea of what how you would fill out this bracket. Like you don't Let's have, do it; it'll be fun. You don't have to follow us or anything. We will eventually fill this out with what our our choices are and everything, and then we'll tell you like, oh, this person got closest to the podcast bracket, and then that's how we just do this thing. Yeah, I believe. Are you the defending champion? Yes. So there, there you go. You got a top owl. And be the defending champion, which I don't know. This Flex. is this is going to be a weird one because I feel like our two predictions have are very different from each other. Yeah, and I've actually changed mine a few times. Not my final prediction, but my bracket leading up to it. Cowardly. It's not cowardly. I just had it's cowardly thoughts later that I was like, oh, you know what? That makes more sense. I, um, I well, I am looking at this right now. Okay. None of our final four match. None of them. None of them. Wow. So I feel like this is going. I this could go in a completely even different direction than what we have done individually. So. Whoa. Yeah, it's possible. Um, it's very very possible. Uh, if if you do the uh the Patreon episode, you get to hear unedited coughing too. By the way, yay. If you want that. Yeah, you didn't sound great. No, I didn't. <laughs> so you, you could, you could, you could, if you went back and listened to that and listened to this, you could probably tell, hey, Al sounds a lot better, even just in two days. <laughs> yeah. Yay, sleep. So let's uh, let's discuss let's discuss our bracket. We have sixty four choices. We had uh-huh. thirty two songs that were Aqua exclusive, meaning yep. that was the full group. Yep. And then another thirty two that was just a smorgasbord of just year songs. Subunits, subunits, Saint Snow, solo songs, like you said, random, just pairings of people together songs. Mm-hmm. Basically, non Aqua group songs. That's, that, that's the easiest way to put it. Correct, but still related yes. to Love Life Sunshine. Um, we narrowed all that down. We, I took that list, randomized it five times. <laughs> and I hate what you came bracket. up with. I hate what you came up with. That's that's just the way you things go. You have to live and die by the rando. 
I almost died. So some of these uh these first opening round choices are brutal. Are a little difficult, let's say. But let's let's dive into this. Um, like you said, if you want to follow along with the bracket, which will not be updated until like a few weeks from now, so don't worry about spoilers unless you're listening to this a few weeks from now, then whoops. <laughs> That's just the thing. Uh, so yeah, the bracket will, will remain just the opening round matchups for now, and then eventually it will get filled out for the rest of it, so... That's how you can follow along with us as we fill out our podcast bracket. We are going to start with our opening round, opening match. We have G. Sinjono Cinderella versus Deep Resonance. Probably not one of the harder, oops, one of the harder choices in these this opening mat, opening round, excuse me. Yeah, this one was easy for me. Yes. I, I picked Deep Resonance because, like, Jesus Christ, Johanne voice. That's basically, yeah, same. It's like the closest to a center of her that we're we're getting so far, and it's so good. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is really good in it, too. Yeah. It's just a good song. Yes. Uh, our second match, My Mai Tonight versus Daisuke Datara Daija Boo. I love My Mai. I love My Mai so much. Yeah, it's so good. This is the first one that I like had to hesitate on, this third one. Thank you, friends, versus step zero to one. Mm-hmm. I, whoa. I thought I hit my mic. I think I hit my mouse. <laughs> I personally would probably lean more thank you, friends, in this case. Yeah, I do too. Okay. Our fourth match is probably one that you looked at and were just like, I hate you for, for it, it, this leading up to this. It is. It is one that I was like, oh, God, I hate you so much. This is this. a sign of things to come, let's say. Yep, yep. Uh, match number four, Awaken the Power versus Guilty Kiss's Phantom Rocket Adventure. <sighs> you're you're not going to like this, but I believe it is Awake, Awaken the Power wins this. Yeah, that's what I put. Yeah. But, yeah, uh... I had a hard time because I was like, that's like one of the best Guilty Kiss songs. But I was like, Awaken the Power just has so much Mm -hmm. more for it. So, and it's more meaningful. Yeah. Uh, Mizuku Dreamer versus Happy Party Train is our fifth match. Mizuku. Yeah, I would go with that as well. Mizuku. I got a paper copy of this bracket. I'm writing them all down so we can remember how we do these. Uh, match six, Sakura Bye Bye from Sharon versus Mate Ai no Uta, which is one of the duo songs, I believe, right? Uh, it's one of the Aquarium B-sides. Oh, it's one of the Aquarium B-sides. My mistake. Mm-hmm. Regardless, I would probably choose Sakura Bye Bye in this case, just because I like that song really much. Isn't I like that song really much. That's that's the <laughs> sentence structure. I like that song a lot. It, it's, it's a jam. I love Sakura Bye Bye. Match number seven, Hopstep Y versus Kimi no Kokoro, the first single. Um, I personally prefer Hopstep Y, but I, I understand that the other one is like way more important. Here is my argument for this. Okay. I like the subunit versions of Hopstep Y more than the full group version. I agree with you on that. And I think... Kimi no Kokoro is just really good in general. Yeah, the the Guilty Kiss Hop Step Y is yes. amazing. 
Actually, so is the We Are Sharon. I love Sharon. Yeah. Uh, match number eight. Waku Waku Week versus Hop Stop Nonstop. Um, surprisingly, I picked Hop Stop Nonstop for this one. Wow. Yeah. I love Waku Waku, and you know I love Waku Waku, but Hop Stop Nonstop was a really, really fun song, and I like the, the choreography quite a bit. I um, went with Waku Waku Week on this. So what are we going to do? Well, let's, let's, we got to discuss our arguments. Okay. Um, Hit me. I just like Waku Waku Week a lot. Like, I, I like Hop Stop Nonstop as well, but uh -huh. to me, just like Waku Waku Week edges it out. I think just because, like, it's a fun first-year song, you get the personalities of the first years in it, and watching it live is really fun. And even, even like, just, like, the idea that, like, the first years are the Waku Waku gang. Yeah. Um, Hop Stop Dom Stop is also just very good. Like, it fits really well with the storytelling of the movie and everything. Um, the idea, like, like the choreography of it, like you said, is really good in both the movie and in, in, in like, concerts and everything. But to me, it's just like I walk a walk a week, just edges it out just a tiny bit more. I just remember when um, the trailer for the movie came out and Hop Stop Nonstop was like on there and it was showing some of the choreography and it was showing the song, it was showing the animation. I'm just like, this is amazing. Like that alone sold me on the movie um, because like musically, it's really interesting and uh, it actually gives the first years a bit more. Um, singing time than they normally get in group songs too which is kind of a cool shift in like how aqua is moving at that point um and it it really gives Ina a chance to shine too because mm -hmm. i mean that's kind of like unofficially her song right in terms because, of I the mean, narrative and everything trying all, yeah. to convince her mom but um so it was really exciting for me to like see her shine so much in like an official movie <laughs> song. Shiny. Um that's funny. I don't think our giving our arguments helped at all. <laughs> I don't either. We are um, still at an impasse here. Yeah. Hmm. Because it's early. Okay. I am willing to put hop stop nonstop through. Okay. Because I like your argument. Thank you. And otherwise, we probably might have been here forever. <laughs> uh, match number nine: Kiseki Hikaru versus Koi Naritai Aquarium, the second single. This one was easy for me. I picked uh, this, Okay, to be fair, this would not have been easy probably like a few months ago. Right. Because of information we learned, which we will probably talk about later on. Yes. Um, But it was easy for me that I was like, oh, with these two, like I gotta pick Kiseki mm -hmm. Akaru. I have to. It's also a really beautifully sung song. Yeah. Uh, match number 10, Mirai Ticket versus Wonderful Stories. Um, this one was hard, but, uh, I went with Mirai Ticket. I also went with Mirai Ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, both good songs. I just Very think good songs. Mirai Ticket is really 
edge, it like edges out these two in terms of just like songs that I like. And also, yeah. um, and the build up to it is like emotional as heck. Yeah. Like wonderful stories is really cool. Cause like it goes through like the entire story of literally love life sunshine, but it's not a song I would prefer from those final two episodes. Yeah. Same. Uh, match number 11, Braveheart Coaster from Shadowrun versus Shadowgate to Love by Guilty Kiss. Ooh, subunit matchup. Subunit matchup, the rare one. Uh, this is probably one that would actually surprise you. I went with Braveheart Coaster. I also went with Braveheart Coaster. Did you? Nice. Mm-hmm. Braveheart Coaster is great. It's really good. Um, it's I, really, really good. I like Shadowgate to Love, but like it's probably one of my l- the, least the, favorite Guilty. Yeah. yeah. So... And I like Braveheart Coaster a lot, so that was like... Oh, it's so easy. good. Uh, I love the end where there's like screeching and everything. It's really fun. <laughs> Match number 12, Guilty Night, Guilty Kiss versus Water Blue New World. Water Blue New World. Yep. yep. Something that was like... I was like, that's pretty pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Match 13, Jump Up High versus Me Taiken Horizon. I picked Me Taiken Horizon. I also picked Me Taiken Horizon. Jump up high. It's similar to um, Hop Step Y in terms of like subunit versions are really good. Yes. Uh, match number fourteen: Galaxy Hide and Seek versus Yuhiwa Doko ni the Kimi no Mune ni the second ending second. song. Yep. Um. I personally went with Galaxy Hide and Seek. Um, cause that's a really great song, but I also like could understand argument for the other one as well, which I'm not even going to try and pronounce it cause it's a whole lot of words. I went with the second ending just personally. Like, I think I just like that song more than Galaxy Hide and Seek. Um, and the, the ending songs in general and Love Life Sunshine are just really good. They're really good. And so, um, I, I think we should go with the, the second closing on that one. Like I said, Galaxy Hide and Seek is great, and that's what I personally went with, but um, mm-hmm. I think for this, it's better to go with the other one. Match number 15, Todokane Hoshi Da Toshitemu versus Believe Again. Probably not going to be a difficult decision on this one. Believe Again. Yes. <laughs> Give me that say no. Match 16, Yosuko Fukuno Driving versus Over the Next Rainbow. Over the next rainbow yeah. deserves this. I, I like both of these songs. They are both good movie songs, even though one of them technically isn't. It's kind of like a <laughs> promotional song for the movie. But yeah. Over the Next Rainbow is just really, really good. It's really good. Uh, match number 17, Tokimeki Bun Rigaku versus Hajimari Road. So that's Azalea versus First Years? Yes. Uh, Hajimari Road is what I went with because that song's fantastic it's really good it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun and it's also my favorite to to play out of like the movie promo songs like mm-hmm. on school idol festival mm-hmm. even though it's hard as heck <laughs> yeah uh match number 18 which will no we're already past the halfway mark never mind i was like this takes <laughs> it's like we don't have 36 options there match number 18 kokoro magic a to z versus to tori koriko please uh again really great songs uh i went to kokoro magic a to z on this one i went azalea on this did you mm-hmm. oh man i think tori right. kariko please is might be it's, it might be my favorite azalea song 
It's and, easily like, the best Azalea I song. I like Kokoro Magic A to Z, but like I don't like it as much as I like this. It's easily the best Azalea mm -hmm. song. Easily. So. I'm fine with that. Okay. Match number 19 in this unstable world versus PS no Mukurogawa. I wonder if we're going to have a split on this one. I We might. Because uh, I went with PS. I went with In This Unstable World because of course I would. Of course you would, yeah. yeah. Um, but like I am willing to to give it to PS because like, I like that song as well. But like It's so fun. I'm going to give Yohane and Aikion some love. And move, she move deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Because l let's be real, neither of these songs are going to make it past the second round. They're not. <laughs> so. They're not. Because of what comes next. Yep. Uh, Sakanaka Nakadaka versus Self Control. Which, Self Control. Uh, two songs I really like. I really like that yeah. Kanon solo song. And I do too. I'm glad we were able to get it into this top 64. But Self Control is Self Control. It's self-control. And also, like, we've mentioned this before, but self-control is how you actually got me to watch Love Live Sunshine it's in true. the first place. So, like, it, I was it like, has hey, a look special at this, meeting for me. Look at this, like, baby metal-esque uh, group in this idol show I watch. <laughs> and you're like, and oh, this like, is good. And I was like, hey, there's some new Saint Snow songs. You want to hear them? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> and then eventually, <laughs> I was like, hey, you want to watch Love Live Sunshine? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> but eventually I wore you down until we got here. But self-control started mm -hmm. it. Match 21. Bokura no Hashitakita Michiwa versus Yozora wa Nandemo Shitaro no. The opening Sunshine movie song versus the season one ending song. Wait, I thought Yozora wa Nandemo is the Sharon song. I mean, oh yeah, it's the Sharon song. Never mind. You're right. Um, which I went with that one. The season one ending was is later on. Yeah, I went with the the Sharon one because um, it Sharon usually gets like the really upbeat, cutesy songs, but this one actually lets their voices shine to show like they're really talented mm -hmm. singers. I went with the movie opening. Because they had rad jackets. They have rad jackets. True. Um, but I think it really does a really good job of like getting you pumped up and into like the the idea of like here we're going straight into this movie and we're here to to get you you know hyped and everything ready because like it starts off real slow and then like it picks up and it picks up and it picks up and like honestly part of this is also like that really rad uh, performance they did where. They had the third years literally rise up from the stage when they when they when their part comes, and like yeah, that, that part is cool. cool. It was really cool. Um, and I guess that's one thing that I do want to mention is that some of these I ended up picking because of live performances, yes. um, which I guess I've said that a few times. I'm like this is performing live, but like legitimately some of them I picked because of the way they're performed and yeah. that was really really cool the criteria for this essentially is like whatever you want to bring to the table so like if it's yeah. context from the the anime context from the movie context from just like listening to the song in general context from live show performances or specific mm -hmm. performances in general like that's all you can bring all of that to the table 
Yep. So it's all valid in terms of arguments and choices and everything. So. I'm fine with either on this one. I've at least made my argument for that one so that if people don't appreciate it, they should. The Shavon one, I mean. Yeah. So I'm fine with whatever you want to pick. We're going to, I'm going to go Bokura. All right, go Bokura. Uh, up next, match 22, Miracle Way versus Guilty Farewell Party. After how hard I fought for Guilty Farewell Party, I was like, <laughs> well, it's against Miracle Wave, so goodbye, Guilty See Farewell ya. Party. Because <laughs> Miracle Wave, you can't go against that one. Yep. Uh, Brightest Melody versus New Romantic Sailors. Is Which you also fought for that one. I did. Brightest Melody was easily my pick on this one. Yeah, I would agree with you. Like, I really like New Romantic Sailors, but... Brightest Melody is also really good. I misspelled Brightest. Good job. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, match 24, Amazing Travel DNA versus Kawara Yasuki. Again. Yeah. <laughs> a song that's... I argued for to get on here, and then it's like, well, see ya. Yeah, I mean, it's a good song, and it's a, it's a fun song, but, like, you can't go against that. Like, mm -hmm. God, Guilty Kiss, that is easily, easily their best song. Yeah. Uh, match 25, uh, Natsu no Orare no Am Amato Ga versus Strawberry Trapper. Okay, so that's the Kanan and Chika duo. It's one of the duo songs. Mm -hmm. um, I went with Strawberry Trapper. Yeah. Match 26, Omoiyo Hitotsuni Nare versus Yumi Katara Yori Yume Utaro. That's the first season ending song. And then yeah. Omoiyo Hitotsuni Nare. Uh, I went with Omoi. Yeah. Sorry, season one ending. You're really good, but like, sorry. The better of the two endings. I agree. And it's out in the first round and the other one went through, I think. Yeah, the, it's just matchups. That's just, yes, that's just how matchups go. Uh, 28, Genki Zenkai Day 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 versus Daydream Warrior. Wait, you missed 27. Oh, 27, excuse me. New Winding Road versus Birai no Bokuro wa Shitaro Yo, which is New Winding Road is Mari's solo, and Mirai no is the second opening. Uh, I love Aina, but I went with Mirai on yes. this one. I also did. I'm not like going, yeah, get rid of Aina. <laughs> no, we love Aina. Now, match 28, Genkai Zenki Day 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 versus Daydream Warrior. I went with Day Day Day. I, I, I don't remember if I did it or not as well. I might have gone the other way, but like, I can see the argument for why. Like, I love Daydream Warrior. I think the song rules. But Day 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 is also just like really, really good. It's really good. And like, I will never, ever get over the fact that like the very ending part of it has them like bouncing and spinning at the very end and they're just so stable in how they're singing. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Like that's, that's stupid talent. Uh, match 29, Manatsu wa Dare no Mono versus Kinmirai Happy End. Okay, so that is the Ruby Daya duo. Versus the Shaoran song. Shaoran song. Uh, I went with the Ruby Daya really? duo. Really? I mm -hmm. went with Shaoran. All right, give me your argument. I just like that Shaoran song better, honestly. <laughs> uh, I really like the duo. I, I thought that it was fun that you got the the sister uh, single and like the actual performance of it's really fun to watch. Mm. 
Um, they've got fun outfits on it as well. Um, but I mean, I'm fine with either one. Man, Sharon's doing really well on our bracket. They, you know, they got the easy. Uh, they 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 paid off the the bracketeer clearly. <laughs> you? How yeah. much you get paid? Two dollars. <laughs> nice. Uh, so honestly, I, I'm I would accept either one in this case. We're gonna go Sharon here. All right, Sharon. Match thirty. One more sunshine story versus marine border parasol. I went double with. Chica. I, I went with our uh, Disney princess. Yep. Yep. Both good Marine songs. Border yeah, Marine Border Parasol is really good, and it's the second year movie performance, and like the actual live performance of it's really cute, mm -hmm. but like One More Sunshine Story is amazing. Yeah. Uh, match 31, the penultimate match of the first round. We have Dropout versus Sky Journey. Again, it's a situation of like, I love Sky Journey Sky Journey so is really much, good. It's a bop. But it went against Dropout, yeah. and Dropout's got to take it. It's the best uh, Saint Snow song. And now we come to the final match of round number one, aka the 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 uh, the match that Al looked at and was like, "This is terrible. I, I hate this to, bracket." I wanted to murder you. <laughs> I was so mad. Match thirty-two: thrilling one way versus Alzora jumping heart. I'm curious what you went with on this. I went with thrilling one way, and it wasn't a hard decision. Really? Yeah. Um. So I went with really one way as well, and it was a hard decision. And I knew, I obviously, I knew it would be a hard decision for you because when I saw this and I look, I scrolled down and I saw that matchup, I was like, "Oh boy, <laughs> Al is going to hate that." Yeah. Um. Jumping hard obviously it means a lot to me because it was like the first opening. It's amazing. Um. Thrilling one way. The reason I went with it is because um, it actually is much better at demonstrating their vocal talents. Mm -hmm. um, like it's a really good song as well, but um, like Thrilling One Way is able to actually like demonstrate how talented these girls are and on a level that Jumping Heart doesn't. It's a very hype song. It's a lot of fun live. And and also just like Anju yelling at the yes. beginning is hilarious. <laughs> it's really good. I, I don't know what she's yelling. I've never figured it out, but it's great. So we both went with Thrilling One Way, so Thrilling One Way goes forward. But yes, I wanted to murder you right I, I knew, there. I knew it. I was so mad. It was like, the, I didn't really look at the bracket that much, but like I scrolled down and saw that and I was like, oh. Did, did you have a moment of, oh no? I was like, oh no. <laughs> I'm going to get yelled at for this. You, you got yelled at via text. You survived it, it's fine. I did. I'm not that mean, guys. I wouldn't really yell at Jared over a bracket. Don't don't let her lie to you like that. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. So our first cuts are made. We have we have 32 left. 32 down. We're gonna start getting into some bloodbath yep. soon. Welcome to the round of 32. As we begin match 33, Deep Resonance versus My My tonight. I went with My My. Deep Resonance is really good. It is really good. Um, my my, I went with because uh, one, the live performance of it's really really great. Yeah. Um, two, which is one I, of the things that like some of these newer songs we don't have the benefit of that yet. It's true. It's true. We don't. Um, my my also 
I enjoyed that storyline of them like not figuring like they don't know how to mesh together yet. Mm-hmm. I thought that storyline was really interesting. Um, and seeing like this as the resolution was really exciting for me. Um, also, like Ina gets that crazy hair bump. Okay, but what if I I told what if I made you picture Sua's bad pants? You know what? Even with Sua's bad pants, <laughs> my Mai is still really really good. I won't I won't disagree with you there. But Deep Resonance is also really good. It is really good, but I still think my Mai would take it. Um, yeah. I, okay. I'll go with you. Uh, match 34, we have Thank You Friends versus Awaken the Power. Awaken the Power wins yeah. this one. Match 35. <laughs> Mijuku Dreamer versus Sakura Bye Bye. I don't know if what I picked would actually go through because I totally went with Sakura Bye Bye. I honestly might go Sakura Bye Bye as well. Like, I love Majuku and I love how it works in the story, but, like, Sakura Bye Bye is a great song, mm-hmm. and it was one of the live performances on the carts, and it was so fun. Yeah, it's a very high-upbeat energy performance. It's just a lot of fun in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, Majuku is really good as well, but, like, I don't know, like, there's something about Sakura Bye Bye that, like, it's the best subunit song, I think, out of those. Oh, definitely. Out of that trio of subunit songs they put out, and just, like, and- it's a ton of fun. Well, and in comparison, like I often compare Majuku and Mai Mai mm-hmm. because it's both a song that they use as like a meshing of Aqua. Mm-hmm. And if you're comparing Majuku and Mai Mai, Mai Mai is way better than Majuku. Yeah, so. I would agree. All right, match. I don't know what, what's the number here? 36. The numbers are very small on my paper. <laughs> they are 36, yeah. yes. Kimi no Kokoro versus Hop Stop Nonstop. Do you have a strong opinion? I honestly might go Kimi no Kokoro here. I accept that. I fought for Hop Stop nonstop, mm. but I, I, yeah. Match 37, Kiseki Hikaru versus Mirai Ticket. <sighs> um, I'm, I'm sure that... Sunshine people will hate me. I went with Kaseki Hikaru. On I would one. go exactly the same. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's so good. And like you said, we will probably eventually have to get into why we think it's so good. But I think a little bit later. Yeah. Next round, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Braveheart Coaster versus Water Blue New World. I went with Water Blue. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a fairly easy one. Yeah. Uh, Braveheart Coaster is great, blue. but Water Blue. Bull. Bull. Uh, Horizon versus the second ending. And that is match 39, I think. Yes, uh, 39. I would, I would go with Mitaiken, um mainly because the second ending is good, but it's not as good as the first ending. Yes, I agree. And I think Mitaiken Horizon is a very good song. It's a really good song, and it's super fun. Mm-hmm. And their live performances are adorable. I love the hi. Uh, match number 40, Believe Again versus Over the Next Rainbow. This one made me want to rage <laughs> so bad. Um, I, I had to go with Over the Next Rainbow, though. I would probably agree with you as well. Mm-hmm. Believe Again is very good. Over the Next Rainbow is really good. 
They both have Saint Snow. They both have Saint Snow. But here's the one knock against Believe again. Yeah. Cop outfits. Cop outfits. And also it doesn't have that insane high note. Yes. Yeah. Which rules. <laughs> it rules. Match 41, Hajimari Road versus Torikoriko, please. Do you want me to give you my choice? Yeah. While you contemplate? Yeah. We put Azalea through. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you on that. <laughs> Match number 42. 42. P.S. No, Mukogawa versus Self Control. That's not a difficult one to nope, choose. Self Control. There you go. Self Control gets that one. Match 43, Bokura no Hashitekede Michiwa versus Miracle Wave. Miracle Wave. Yep. Yep. Mikan Flip. Match 44, Brightest Melody versus Kawari Yasuki. I went Kawari Yasuki. Mm-hmm. 45, that's the number of this match. <laughs> Strawberry Trapper versus Omoe no Hitosuni Nare. Omoe. Yep. Match number 46. Mirai no Bokura wa Shitaro Yo versus Genkai Zenkai Day Day Day. I personally went with Day 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 on this one. I probably would as well. Yeah. It's really, really good. Match 47. Kimirai Happy End versus One More Sunshine Story. I, I, I would go with Disney Princess. Yep. Chica is our Disney Princess. Yep. And our final match of the second round. I hated this one too. Dropout versus Thrilling One Way. As I mentioned last time, Dropout is easily my favorite Saint Snow song. Mm -hmm. Easily. Mm -hmm. But Thrilling One Way is also one of my favorite Aqua songs. I have to go to my predictions to see which what I chose for this because I don't remember. Oh, I, okay, that that definitely. Tells that. I went back and forth on it several times. What did you pick? I went dropout. Did you? Mm -hmm. I went the opposite. I went with thrilling one way. Thrilling like we've we've discussed this thrilling one way so good. The live performances yeah. of it are so good. Yeah. Um, like you said, like it gives you a good range of vocal of the how like all the girls are vocally and everything. But I don't think there's anything like the live performance of Dropout in terms of like getting people just amped up, making an idol concert look like it becomes a metal concert all of a sudden, <laughs> making the crowd into a frantic like just mess of just them going absolutely insane. Yeah. Like it is absolutely an amazing spectacle. I mean, do you really think I'm going to be upset if Dropout goes forward? No, no, no. Not? I just wanted to give, give, give <laughs> you my argument of why I chose one over the other. Because yeah, like I said, it's, I mean, it's a very close close decision here. Yeah. Uh, I'm A-okay with going Dropout. All right. It's only one way is a great song, though. Yes. Just saying. And now we go to the third round. The Sweet 16. 
because there's 16 left. Mm-hmm. That's how that goes. Let's start off with our, our first match of this of this round. Match 49. My My Tonight versus Awaken the Power. Awaken the Power. Yeah. Yeah. Match number 50. Sakura Bye Bye versus Kimi no Kokoro. Do you want my real opinion on yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, of course. Do you want me to... I don't want your fake opinion. <laughs> I'd go still with Sakura Bye Bye. Hmm... I totally can see why you would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go with that. All right. Match number 51, Kiseki Hikaru versus Water Blue New World. This one hurt me. It hurt me real bad. I personally went with Water Blue. Um, because seeing that for the first time was just like insane for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, it is a fantastic song. It's a fantastic performance, both live and in the show. Um, and you know, help them win. Mm-hmm. Pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but can can we go ahead and make our Kiseki uh, explanation of why it's made it this far? It's the most important song in season two. Go ahead. They literally give it like, um, it is constantly popping up in very important emotional moments mm-hmm. where you don't notice it. Like mm-hmm. they basically build songs around it mm-hmm. to where like you will like it's some a different song will be playing and then you hear this like motif yeah. of Kaseki Hikaru show up and you're like, oh, there's like motifs oh throughout with Kaseki Hikaru. And it constantly happens like throughout most of season two, which is a lot of, you know, a lot of the emotional drama is happening. So yeah. like you constantly are just like picking up on it. Cause like when I was doing a rewatch of it very recently, I noticed it in the first episode of season two. And I was like, did you ever notice that this was the Kiseki Hikaru was here? And you were like, no, I never did. And it, every time it popped up after I was like, Hey, here it is again. Here it is again. Mm-hmm. Here it is again. It's and- sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's just like it has a lot of emotional impact. And mm-hmm. like once we got a vocal version of it, it, it made it even more powerful, mm-hmm. really. It's just it's something like I never picked up upon even like rewatching this series so many times. that like when I finally did, I was like, this is really, really amazing that they were able to pull this off and consistently pull this off. And then later on at, at the when they finally released the final Blu-ray, they're like, hey, here's the song, by the way. Yeah. And also, like, that fourth live performance where they had an actual, like, symphony play the song for them mm-hmm. is real good. It was so cool. I'm honestly not going to be mad either way on what goes forward because both of these are absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. and they're both fantastic. Like, I, I love both of them very much. Yeah. Like, I, you could make an argument either way. You really could. But I would go Kaseki Hikaru just on the, the basis of how, like, important, important it, is. it is. Which are both very not, important songs. Yeah, like, Water Blue won them Love Live, so that's also important. But, yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Uh, match number 52, Mitaiken Horizon versus Over the Next Rainbow. I went with Over the Next Rainbow. I would probably do the same. Ugh. 
I wrote that really badly. Uh, match number 53. Let's go with that, sure. These numbers just kind of merged together, it looks like. <laughs> Tori Kariko, please, versus self-control. Self-control. Sorry, Azalea. I mean, they, they had a good run. A good they run. They did. That's a really yeah. good song. Match to 54, Miracle Wave versus Kawari Yasuki. This one was another one I hated you for. <laughs> hey, this isn't my fault this time. It, it's your you fault built the, you... you built the bracket to the lead up to this. Uh, yeah, but it was it was destined to happen was what was there. <laughs> destined to happen. Um, I went with, and I would continue to go with here, Miracle Wave. All right, give me your argument. I love Kawariarski. It's the best Guilty Kiss song. By far. By far. The best. Yeah. But the entire build-up to Miracle Wave in the show is a whole lot of Chica being like, oh, I can't do this. You, I will do this. That's true. And I love that attitude about her and everything. And the fact that Anju went so far as to do the flip live constantly, even though like she messes up one time, doesn't let that get her down, goes out and like does it again, and like just nails it. And it's such an emotional scene. And in, in like any time she's attempting it, and everything just all of that just resonates with me so much so much in a way that like as much as I love Kawari Yasuki and like the live performances of it, it's not going to mm -hmm. reach that same pinnacle. Yeah. And one thing that um, is also important to note on the live performances is that there is one performance. I don't remember which one it is, but she does it. She, they end the song and she just breaks down sobbing before they can cut the mics and everybody hugs her mm -hmm. because they're so proud of her. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh my God. Anju, I'm so proud of you. Um, this one was really, really hard, but um, I, I think it's Miracle Wave. Match 55, I think. Omoi no Hitosuni Nare versus Genkai Zenkai. Day, day, day. Omoi. And finally, 56. That's the match number. One more Sunshine Story versus Dropout. Dropout. Sorry, Disney Princess. We still love you. And then there were eight. Oof. The Elite Eight. As we say. How are, you, how are you feeling about our brackets so far? Does it feel much in line with yours? Does it feel like it's something different entirely? Does it, is it what you would expected? It's so far what I would expect. Okay. And some of them are the same. And actually, like, looking at my bracket now, I'm like, there's one thing that I would absolutely change. And In your bracket or our bracket? No, my bracket. Okay. And I don't know if that's allowed. Don't mess with it. You're, you're locked in. You're locked oh, in. Not, you're locked in. No. Um, Let's dive into these these final four matchups before we get to the final four. Hey, hey, play on words. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. 57. Match number 57. Awaken the Power versus Sakura Bye Bye. Awaken the Power. Yep. We love you, Sakura Bye Bye. Match 58. Kiseki Hikaru versus Over the Next Rainbow. I went with Over the Next Rainbow on this one. Um, again, because of the live performance of it and because of 
the movie had flaws, mm-hmm. but like this song, and it's not in there at all is the issue. Yeah. Um, but this song was just so, so good. And probably the best thing that came out of that movie. I don't know if I would agree with that. Really? Yeah. And also just like, I don't know, like I, there's parts of that movie I like a lot. And I agree with you that they should put the the song in there easily. Like, come on. They they should have. That's a gimme. Um, But I think if you compare this to Kaseki Hikaru, like this is not even a matchup. I don't know. I disagree with that. I mean, you can make it a matchup, but like I think Kaseki Hikaru wins this easily. There's too much more behind that song compared to what Over the Next Rainbow is. And part of that is because, like you said, it does not appear in the movie. It right. is technically only like a added song to the the Saint Snow, Saint Aqua Snow uh, album release. And it's a great song. There's no denying that. And I would never argue against, or never argue that. But... At the end of the day, it is just a song compared to what Kaseki Hikaru is. But are you talking, like, the thing is, your emotion is to the instrumental version of Kaseki Hikaru. No, I, not... I like the the actual song as well. I know, but I'm saying that the powerfulness of that is with the instrumental, not the vocalized version, because that wasn't actually in the show either. Correct. So so neither of these is actually connected to the media that they're in. Uh, I don't know if you can make that that the same argument you can for Over the Next Rainbow that you can for Kiseki Yikaru. While, while you are correct that the actual song, the vocalized song, does not appear in, in Sunshine, as is Over the Next Rainbow. Mm-hmm. you can't say like oh it doesn't show up at all because those late motifs are there right no I, I i'm saying that but i'm saying that the instrumental version of it is mm-hmm. throughout and that's part not, of the song not the vocalized version but that is part of the song but is it an aqua song if they're not the ones that are performing it like is it related to love live sunshine like, yes how because it's there <laughs> Those late motifs are there. That that is part of that song that eventually gets into the actual song that they perform. But then we could put in any instrumental song from Sunshine. Well, we could have, but we um, didn't because we right. were not thinking that far. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is that it's in terms of like the way that they're connected into the show. Like neither of them is truly connected. Um. I don't think you could say that not, that this song is not connected at all. Like not that's a false that's a false argument. No, it's not. The, yes. the vocal version is not connected. It, that song that the the vocal part version has parts of the song that are literally in the show. Right, I know, but what I'm saying is that they the instrumental version of this is tied to those emotional moments. Yes. That's the one that you get. But that is part of the song. You right, can't disconnect I, that. <laughs> You can because they disconnected it. The way that it's presented is disconnected. But it's not entirely disconnected. It's not entirely disconnected, no. Which is more of an argument you can make than for Over the Next Rainbow, which is completely disconnected. It is completely disconnected. But I'm saying that if if we're going to compare these two, I think that it's 
more fair to compare the vocalized versions. And I, I think that Over the Next Rainbow really, really shows like everybody's talent on that stage. Yes, I, I don't agree. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> don't disagree with you on that. But again, I think if you're just, you can't just quantify it down to one thing. Because we literally have already made the argument, hey, this song is featured in the show in this way. We can't just, just retroactively say, hey, that argument doesn't fit anymore. No, I mean, what we were saying then, though, is like, this is why it's important. Yes. But is it as important, especially with like live shows? I mean, I could, a, I could say, yeah, it, it, it could be on the same level. When have they performed it? They've performed it like once. They performed it twice. Twice. I think. Maybe. I thought they performed it elsewhere other than Fourth Live. Like they might have. All right, I want to look this up. <laughs> Just so I, I want to make sure I'm not wrong on this. Because I might be. Plus, my back hurts now. Arguing makes your back hurt. <laughs> Medical <laughs> science agrees. Now I gotta wait for this wiki to load, and it's gonna be like, be like, um, oh, that's how it is. I'm. They have performed it twice. Twice, okay. Third live and fourth live. So ah. third live, it would have been a normal performance, and then fourth live is the the more grand performance. Right. I don't know why we were talking about that now because that just made me completely forget what the argument was about that. I mean, I was trying to remember what the live performance of it was. So there like is there is to... different versions of it. Right. I just couldn't remember mm -hmm. what it was. Either way, we were at an impasse. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, to be fair, I guess, like, this being the big argument one is, is kind of surprising. It took this long to get to. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I guess just to me, if you put, if you look at these two as overall packages, mm -hmm. I think Kaseki Hikaru has a more appealing package than Over the Next Rainbow does. It has, just has more to it. Like, that's just, I think that's the crux of my argument. Like, obviously, Over the Next Rainbow is really good. Mm -hmm. But the only things that you can really point to for it are just the actual song performance and the live performance. While if you look at Kaseki Hikaru as this overall package that is showcased in the show itself with the leitmotifs and everything, which obviously is not the same as the vocal version, you are you are right on that. But those are that is a connection to the song in general that you can place, um, and that shows up in all these different moments. It has multiple different live performances where it's like you know the regular a regular performance, and then they have this this crazy symphonic performance they do a fourth live and everything. And then just the song itself. I think there's just more going for it in general compared to what you get with Over the Next Rainbow. All right. So here's the thing. Ow. We're, we're going to have a very similar argument next round. Are we? Yeah. Okay. Because um, if, if, if we move Kiseki Hikaru forward, 
we're gonna once again have a Saint Aqua Snow song versus this. Yeah. Yeah. But a Saint Aqua Snow song that has more to it than Over the Next Rainbow does. Because there's more stuff that you can point to with this with that song than you can with this. That's true. So it'd be a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, we're going to return to this argument, but if if you want to move Kiseki Akara forward, then just know that we're we're going to have this argument again. Okay. I mean, as long as you are fine with it. Just remember, this is a group this group decision. Almost a group position. <laughs> <laughs> so are we are is that what we're doing? That's what you're doing. That's not what I'm doing. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> no, I'm, that's what I'm saying is that we're going to come back to this argument anyway. Okay. So, like, I think that, oh, you know, I, I would rather go to bat for Awaken the Power at this point. Okay. Let's move on to match 59. Another hard one. Self-control versus Miracle Wave. Tell me your thoughts. So self-control, for one, the song is just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, two, in terms of the show itself, self-control is like the symbol of Aqua's first failure. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's an interesting song in that sense that it's like this really great song the performances are amazing but it's also like this symbol of like aqua failed at this point and that builds up to a lot of really really great development you could for... almost sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but you could almost put this as like self-control is the symbol of their failure while miracle wave is the symbol of like them getting over the hump and be literally becoming like a powerhouse it's true so in a I way, mean, these are two connected songs. Yeah, I, I could agree with that easily. Um, and it, it's really interesting to me that like they they failed so badly, and that Saint Snow was just like this amazing group that came out and. Also, again, self-control means a lot to me in the sense that it's what got me into this. Yeah. Um, and in, in the same way as Dropout, like self-control live is insane. Mm -hmm. It's insane mm -hmm. watching what they do with it. You're not wrong. What do you think? This is a This is a tough one. It is. I agree with you. They're both great songs. They both have good ties to the story and everything they have good live performances like this is a choice that could go either way however i'm gonna fill you in on a little secret okay one of these songs was my winner i know and that's miracle wave i know so I think that's the the driving force behind my choice is that I would edge Miracle Wave out. Well, that's so some weird phrasing. Um, in this choice, like by the slimmest of margins over self control. But again, like I know you have different, you have a different argument coming to this as well because like self control is a song that got you into this entire series. While for me, I don't have that that notion of this song particularly. I mean, you did 
know that you could use it as a tool. I, yes, exactly. But like, it's not like, oh, this is the, 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 like for you, this is the song that got me into all of this. Like, that's not, that's not the it case. Is. Like this started a crazy, crazy love of this show and these people and like everything about it. All of it branched from self-control. Mm-hmm. And like, so to me, like, it, it personally means a lot to me. That song is just like, yeah, oof. yeah, yeah. Um, but like, like I'm saying, like, that's just something I don't have. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I totally, totally mm-hmm. get that. And like, I cannot discredit that part of your argument because like, that's just a thing that you have personally. While mm-hmm. like, for me, I don't, I don't know. It'd be probably like Kimi no Kokoro would be like the song for me. Right. And that song's long gone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think one thing that makes Love Live Sunshine so interesting for me and like something that it really resonates for me, um, partially because of like things that I've been through and things that I deal with, um, Aqua fails a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. And they come back from those failures real hard. And self-control is that first real failure that they have. It's the one that drives them to continue on. It's the one that makes them aqua. Can I present a counter argument? Okay. Miracle Wave is actually the song that they first fail at. Because it's the tr- the, the third year's version of aqua that fails with this song. That fails with what song? With Miracle Wave. Because they were going to do the dance performance. And this is the song that like they get hurt doing. Right. So they never are able to perform it and everything. Technically, this is the first part of Aqua failing. Technically, but like... You could both, you could both use that argument for both of these songs that they are both representations of failure in different ways. But they gave up. And Chica doesn't give up. They did exactly. Chica does not give up. That's the that is the difference between the third year's version of Aqua and the actual version, the the nine version of Aqua is that Chica looks at this and is like, I can do this. I will not let failure bring me down again in the same way that like, you know, like you said, like this like self control is essentially a symbol of that zero that they they get at that their first their first big uh, performance and and everything breaks after Mm -hmm. that and like hearing um hearing ruby like absolutely cry after that like it hurts and so like you're when you're watching something like this you're always expecting like all right they're gonna do fine they're gonna they're not gonna like knock it out of the park but they're gonna do okay and then watching the like watching saint snow do this performance watching their reactions and then seeing what happens after that is just like, oh God, they're not okay. And then Chica's able to come back from it. And Chica's the one that essentially saves Aqua at that point. The only thing I might disagree with though is that like when I think of that whole sequence of events, those like those episodes in general where they get that zero, self control really isn't a part of it in my mind. It is, because it's what triggers it. No, 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 like no, I'm saying in my mind, like that is not really like that big of a a portion of like why they fail because like because if you look at it like it's more of a reality check of like this is really what the idol world is about 
Like, this is how good groups perform. And even then, like, if you look at that chart that they, or that, that list they get, St. Snow doesn't even win this competition. No, but Love Live is in a game. They're not even too. close to winning. Nope. But it's the reality check that they need to be like, okay, we need to take this very seriously now. Right. But at the same and time, like, I like when I think of those episodes, like, I don't really, like, associate self-control with, like, them, with the being the reason that they fail. I associate the reason they fail is because they're not a group at full strength yet, and they are just clearly not not prepared for the, the pressure and challenges of big competitions at this point in time. But self-control also shakes their confidence. Yes, it, it, it does. Because like I said, and it's that big reality check of like, oh, this is really this is really what groups are supposed to be like. We're this is we're not in our element here. And so like losing that confidence because of this performance is what led to that zero. Uh, I, I don't mm, I don't because necessarily agree with that. Their performance as a six before, like they did fine. But is that just more the show like trying to trick you into thinking that they're fine? Because mostly those those early performances are like for people in their hometown, which of course people in your hometown are going to cheer for you no matter what. Right. They're not going to be as as hypercritical as say a a contest in Tokyo that has no association with you. Self control is the reality check. It is the reality check. Yes, you are compl- right. I, yeah. And self controls what what shakes them and makes this failure means something it shakes them but i don't think that it was enough like i think they would have failed regardless i don't think that they were ready for this kind of for this kind of competition yet would they have failed so badly if they weren't shaken by self-control and saints no i would say yes i don't know if they would necessarily still get the zero but they still would have been probably last but the zero is what matters yeah but like i don't know how much of it is just like them being shaken to the core by what saint snow does and it also being like they just are not ready for this kind of competition yet. But they make it really clear in the show that self control and Saint Snow like really wrecked their confidence. Yes, but again, like that can be a a a, a causality, but it's not necessarily saying hey, that's the sole reason why they failed. But you again could see it as the symbol of that failure. You can, yes. But to me personally, like when I like I said, when I'm thinking of those episodes, I don't necessarily think of like, oh, self control is the byproduct of them failing. It's not a byproduct; it's the reason for. No, I like, but like, I would, I mean, I wouldn't say that either. It's it's the association of that failure. I look at it as as this was a group that just wasn't ready. They were not adequately prepared for competition yet. They basically got popular in a way that they were not expecting and thought, hey, we can ride this popularity and be okay. And then the reality check of seeing St. Snow perform and everything. And like you could have put any other idol group, honestly, in front of them. If it was St. Snow, if it was someone else, and they still would have had the same reaction of being like, oh God, this is literally, this is what competition, this is what groups that are competing actually are like. And we are just not there yet. But Saint Snow's also really unique in yes. in how they are with their music, with their dancing, and I think that that's one thing to note about this is that Saint Snow is extremely unique and different, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be something that I would personally expect from like. As someone who came into this because of self control, I was not expecting like 
the rest of this to all mesh together as well as it does. Like it, it was really bizarre to me that I'm like, all right, so it's like this really upbeat idol stuff. And then like in the middle of this, we have this heavy song that like these gals are just like, you know, we are ready to wreck you and we're gonna, and like in the lyrics are basically saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do something interesting. They do something daring and they do something that really changes the game for Aqua. But in that same aspect, okay, you could say that Miracle Wave is something daring that Aqua had to do themselves because here's a, mm. here's a dance performance that no one thought that anyone could do in, in the group. The third year specifically were like, no, we can't do this. They will literally hurt themselves and we cannot afford to do that. And she goes like, I'll dare me. I'll do it. No. Right. But like Chica would not have gotten to this version of Chica without self-control. You would not have gotten that strong Chica. That's like, you know what? Bite me. I'm going to do this flip. You know, we came from nothing. But again, how much is that self-control and how much is that just them failing? But self-control is that failure. That's what I'm saying. Is that no, like, the failure is them literally getting no votes and like their performance being that bad that they literally no one's like no one looks at them as like they're worth anything. They wouldn't have shown self-control at that point if it didn't mean something. Well, they had to introduce the rival group in their music. So you're saying that it doesn't mean anything. I'm not saying just, it doesn't mean it, anything. Like that's not my point here, but like you could literally say, look at this as like, oh, this is a marketing opportunity within the show. If you want to boil it down to that aspect. Self-control is capitalism makes me want to vomit. <laughs> um, I, I just think it was purposefully placed there. Like, not because of money purposes. I know that that's what it's for. They're all for that. They're all trying to make money, but... Um, but also, like, we need a rival group. This is the way to introduce the rival group. But again, I think you replace Saint Snow with any other group. They may not be as shaken to the core, but they are going to hit that same reality check that they get here. They're going to still fail in the same way that they're going to fail here. But then at that point, you're saying Saint Snow and self-control don't matter at all. No, that's not that what I'm saying at all. Well, you're interchangeable that it could be anybody but like i'm saying like the 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 idea that this is a song that like hits them and like that represents failure in that way is because like they were going to fail regardless i i i don't know i really don't like i i think that this is there for a reason and i think that that reason is that they are just like completely broken by self-control at that point. And I mean, it's a very interesting song and I'm, I'm trying to get to, but if you look at that scene where they are getting ready, even before they see self-control, they are not, they're not ready. They are in no ways prepared for the, the pressure of performing on a live stage in a competition of this nature. They are not, they are the mindset they have at that moment. They are not going to have a good performance regardless of whether they see self-control or not. Just even in that moment, they're like, they are, they are scared to death. 
Okay. Um, I just pulled up the lyrics of self-control because I, again, think that this is important. Um, a few things that are brought up in this are weak hearts are forbidden. I won't allow them. Um, <laughs> so no, you said weak hearts. Weak hearts. <laughs> no carts. No cart songs <laughs> for Saint Snow. <laughs> um, I'll make you tell me I'm the best. This is serious. This isn't a game. Akihiko. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, like, they are purposefully making this song, not Saint Snow necessarily, like Saint Snow in canon wrote the song, but like with us not knowing Japanese, it makes it harder to like understand that significance, but like. No, I mean, I know the significance. Right. It's not just a rival song. But also, like, Saint Snow has been around the block already. Right. So, like, they've been to performances, they've been to Love Live already. Like, right. With the way they present them in that first season, like, they can have some arrogance, some swagger about them because, like, they know they know how to, to get to the dance. They know how to get there. And they're going to, like, now, like, that they've, you know, they've been there already, they are going to prove it by just being like, yeah, we, we are good enough to, to win. Screw you. Which, again, is what shakes Aqua. That version of Aqua. Hey, did you know Miracle Way is really good? It, it is really good. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. I'm not saying it's not a good song. Did you know Andrew does a flip? She does. It's really good. It is really good. And it is meaningful. And again, it... it seeing her relief on it was amazing, but I just think in terms of the entirety of what self-control is, it's more significant. I just, I don't, I don't think I can agree. So what do we do? That's a great question. <laughs> We're going to go to our, our, our third judge, who has no bias, clearly. Hmm. What? I'm just hmming. It's going hmm. Hmm. There are a few songs in here that I knew I'd have to go to bat for. I will... Okay, I'm going to say this. Okay. I don't agree fully with your argument. Mm-hmm. But... I am willing to do the same as you did for Kaseki Hikaru. All right. And let self-control through. I'm just saying I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the rest I of this under protest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bite. The kitties are, are coming to attack. They're unhappy as well. <laughs> no. All right. Let's get into match 60. The final match of this round. That is Omoi no he tuts in RA versus dropout. I got a pin on me. Uh, I went Omoy on this one. Yeah. Um, as much as I love dropout, I had to go with it. Hey, why are you licking me now? <laughs> <coughs> there are four songs left. Okay. It's the final four. Two matches in this bracket. Okay. Match number 
61. Awaken the Power versus Kiseki Hikaru. Would you like to know my answer for for what goes through here? I mean, I have a feeling I know what it is. G- take a guess. I would assume you would pick Kiseki Hikaru. No, I'm picking Awaken the Power. I'm also picking Awaken the Power. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're like, oh, we're going to have another argument in this next round. And I was like, yeah, mm, about that. <laughs> <laughs> hope you uh, enjoy this argument that we're having <laughs> <laughs> match number 62 self-control versus omoe no hitosuninare uh so as much as i just went to yep. that for self-control yep. omoe is going forward in my opinion and i mean it's it's we haven't even really talked about it yet but i'm sure we will well we're at the finals now it's Awaken mm-hmm. the Power versus Omoe no Hitosuni Nare. And I think the big aspect, the big elephant in the room about Omoe no Hitosuni Nare is the fact that... that the like, live performance. It's the live performance. Like, the the story in the anime is, you know, it's fine, it's whatever. Yeah. It is the live performance that propels this song into literal... <laughs> elephant. <laughs> into, like, legendary status amongst this group, the story and everything. Because you have Rikako play it in their first live. She mm-hmm. gets through the first day and it's, it's fine. Yep. She's clearly very nervous and everything, but like she gets through the song and does it well. Yeah. Then the second day happens and they have to perform it again. Yep. She misses a note and breaks. Yep. She has a panic attack on stage mm-hmm. and starts like crying and saying that she's sorry. And like the, the girls are like, at first, I think they thought it was just like an error. And so they were continuing the the dance and then like once they realized what was going on it was just like all right everything mm-hmm. needs to stop like they they cut the music they cut the backing track and everything and that's like when you mm-hmm. know oh something something's wrong mm-hmm. something so bad's happened we have anju aina and suwa mm-hmm. run up there and um this was one of the Okay. Um, for one, I didn't know about this until you told me about it. But two, like, this was kind of the moment that I was like, oh, Anju is Chica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this was seeing, like, how much these girls really care for each other and seeing, like, that they're going to take care of each other. That they, they're not going to let somebody just break down. And, like, Anju just, like, jumps down some stairs to get her a water bottle really quick. <laughs> and, like, Aina goes into her deep Aina voice and is telling her it's okay. Which, the fact that Aina has the two voices is hilarious. It's kind of like me and my cat voices. But she goes into her deep version and, like, is having a panic attack on stage. Meanwhile, the fans turn all of their blades to her color like Mm -hmm. the lighter pink and are yelling out her name Rikiko Mm -hmm. and it was a very powerful thing to watch Mm -hmm. Um, I still cry every time I hear the song every time like even when I'm playing it in School Idol Festival I get weepy (laughs) Um, so basically after that like essentially there was kind of like a soft ban on the song from being performed 
Yes. Because they didn't want to put her through that same emotional stress again. Right. Um, that is until we get to the fourth live where they're like, hey, do you want to do this song? We're going to change it, though, to where like you do the intro and then we literally make it a full group performance after that. Mm-hmm. Like change the dynamic of this song entirely. Mm-hmm. So like, And it's interesting because they did like a little documentary thing on it. And mm-hmm. one of the things that they say is that like, they try very hard to do shot for shot with the anime. Yes, that's like and that is th- the the big big like feature of Love Live in general is that like when you are going to see a live performance of a song that is in the anime or that has a music video attached to it, you are seeing the girls do the same choreography that is in that video or in the anime. Like literally every motion mm-hmm. you will see is mapped one to one. So this was their first break from that because obviously Rico was not in this song in mm-hmm. the anime. So they had to rethink like how do we how do we make this happen? How do we incorporate her into the dances and everything? How do we like m- like mix it up and like they basically they they do a really good job of like implementing this like what happened at the first live into that choreography. They did. Which makes um, it like even just more wilder. Like there's this one part um in and they talked about this again in the the documentary as well. Um, there's like a part where um, Chica Anju sings like, I finally realized I'm not alone. And at that point, like they like grab each other and like look at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, oh, this song is the story of Aqua. Mm-hmm. Like, based on the performances. Like, it's... Like you said, in the anime itself, it's fine. But in the live performances, this is the entirety... It it, is a completely different story in general when it comes to live performances. It's the live Aqua, but they still go through the same thing of, like, they fail. And then later on, they're able to come back and create this, like, amazing thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, they bond over it. Like, you can, if you watch, like, the fourth live, when they show, like, Rikiko by herself and then, like, the piano is next to her, like, they have a raise, they raise it up and everything. Like, you can hear the crowd just being like, oh, oh, yeah. they're, they're yeah. doing this again. Like, no one, no one expected that. No one ever expected to see that song performed live again. And um, in the documentary, watching her like practicing you can see her hands just shaking mm-hmm. the whole time and she like even has said like i haven't wanted to go near a piano since. yeah it's like she 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 talks about like never like oh I've, i have a piano but like i haven't touched it since that day yeah so like the idea that like they came to her and was like hey we want to do this and like that she was she wanted to have this own her own redemption story mm-hmm. of being like to to stare down the song again and to conquer it in a different kind of way is just like is honestly the epitome of just like this group, the 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 anime story and everything. Like it just it, it encapsulates all of that. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's amazing, and this song became a lot more to me than it ever was. Like once I found out about this and watched it live, and like I said, I still like get weepy 
And like, if it comes on my phone and I uh, like cannot be an emotional state at that point, I'm just like, I gotta change it. I gotta can't, go. can't do this. Um, because like seeing them grow and seeing, <laughs> seeing like how, how this group became Aqua, mm-hmm. like this is it. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like watching the it was the fourth live right yeah even watching that like the look on her face like she's crying while performing it but you can also see how relieved she is and how like excited she is to be with them it's this huge just like weight off her shoulders yeah also i don't know if you realized earlier but you made the reference to an elephant i did I didn't mean to, and then you were like, hey. <laughs> elephant, because she draws the bad <laughs> elephant. So, yeah, do you want to make an argument for Awaken the Power? <laughs> I mean, it's a really good song, but, and it's it's the combination of St. Snow and Aqua. <laughs> it's got great live performances, Yeah. but I can't make the same argument for it. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah, I think that's fair. On my pen. That is not to say that I do not love Awake of the Power, you guys, because I love Awake of the Power. It's like one of my hype songs whenever I am like, oh God, I got to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, I pull that song up, but like. Omoino Hitosune NRA might be one of the most important Aqua songs. Yeah, I agree. And it's, it's like, like you said, it's, it's wild that like it's important because of like factors that happened outside of the show yeah it's the girls who made this show like this is their version of aqua mm-hmm. and this is like their failure and their comeback mm-hmm. it's great yeah all right well that does it march madness we're done we're all mad yeah yay, yay. <laughs> we're all mad here <laughs> Congratulations to Omoi no Hitotsune Nare as the, the winner of Aqua Madness. Yay. And that's going to do it for this episode. I'm going to go cry now. Good, don't do that. Oh, man. That performance, though. It's bad. Oh, and her tweets. Her tweets. Well, they just did the the, the streaming of it, mm-hmm. and she tweeted about it, and I was like, oh. I swear this song just wrecks me. Anyway, Aqua Madness. That's it. Yay. That's it. You are, you are crowned the champion. You'll get a trophy <laughs> for this song. So yeah, that's going to wrap this episode up. Mm-hmm. If you'd like more from us, go to SeasonalMeCheckup.com or SSC.Cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Checkup and Jared and Now Watch. You also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash anime checkup. And support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza. Yay. Do all that stuff. You can listen to the bonus episode we did that, like I said, broke down how we got from 100 songs to 64 for this bracket. You can learn all about the decision making process around that. Patreon.com. Fill out your own bracket. Yes, fill out your own bracket. Patreon.com slash SACOVA, where you can listen to that bonus episode. You can find the bracket in the description of this podcast. Mm-hmm. 
fill out your own bracket of like, hey, make figure out what you think is the best Aqua song out of all these because of your various different kinds of criteria and all that sort of stuff. And if you have like a really sweet argument, like hit us up on Twitter. Let us know. Yeah. We want to know. Yeah. We always want to talk about Aqua, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next week, we'll talk about something. Yep. So there you go. Look forward to that. Yay!